7.44 on your Tuesday morning, and I am always so happy to have Ken Gagner in with me. He is a superintendent of Braham Schools, and just a reminder, we do try to get together. There's some exceptions, but that third Tuesday of the month at 7.45 is our go time for the most part. Good morning, Mr. Gagner. Good morning. I'm I'm betting right now people are marking their calendars. I bet third they are. Third Tuesday, they're putting a big star. Don't you think a big blue star maybe because yes. then white background <laughs> for the Bram colors? I like it. It works for me. So my dear, you're back at school. Now we have a, a over well over a month under the belt here. How are things going? Let's start with just kind of a, a how, it, how it's going moment here. They're going really well. It's just amazing how fast the start of the year goes and and you know as a teacher I taught for 24 years it you know the right through Christmas it just seems to fly by and I think there's so many kind of breaks and you know the the fall sports are going on and just that initial excitement uh, just kind of carries you through and then you know like this week now we have MEA uh, so all across the state you're going to see kids out out and about <laughs> Thursday and Friday uh, that traditional two-day break that's coming up and and you know it seems from there you slide right into November and you got Thanksgiving and uh, and then into Christmas I hate to be spinning the clock faster than it should but uh, <laughs> no we've been off to a great start uh, we were fully staffed uh, with our, our teacher side of things and I believe you know in school terms now just to be short one or two of the support staff seems like a win uh, <laughs> sad our, but true <laughs> it, right and and our enrollment uh again is up uh so yeah we've been off to a, a great start and excitement in the air so well and speaking of excitement you had your board meeting last night talk about that any, speaking of any excitement that's always <laughs> exciting <laughs> you could hear a pin drop in the boardroom <laughs> despite my pleas no one no one shows up which is a good thing because usually when people do show up you, a you're in the newspaper uh-huh. and something's exactly. going on but yeah it was it was pretty routine meeting um, just for the future as far as the public out there something to look forward to and I think we talked about this last Last week is the the truth and taxation meetings that will be coming up. So whether it's your city or your township, uh, the county and the school districts are all setting the tax rate for 2024. And so if you own property here in November, you'll be getting uh, your tax statement. And then if you have some questions on that, uh, you'll go to your, your local agency, whichever one of those three or all three of them. Uh, ours will be at our regular board meeting in December. So again, that's that third Monday in December for the Truth and Taxation. Uh, and then other than that, it just was a pretty quiet, routine meeting. Okay, I like it. See, it's always fun to talk about award winners, and you have a couple to share with us this morning. I, we do. And so annually we have what's called the, the LEA, which is the Leadership and Educational Excellence, and that's for our professional staff. Um, next month we'll talk about our support staff because we also recognize those folks. Uh, and then in Bram, this is the time of year we, we uh, select a teacher of the year. So we have a couple people. I won't talk a lot about them because I know if, if you don't know the person, it's like, oh, good, good for them. But Kelsey McFarlane, who is a FIAD teacher for us, uh, I believe starting year three or four now, just the most high energy person. The kids absolutely love her and she teaches in the lower elementary and she's the type of person, you know, I'll be driving into work at a quarter to seven and she's out on the field. Grass <laughs> is wet. She's putting cones out, uh, but just high energy and, and 
again, the kids, they so respond to her. So we're so lucky to have Kelsey, you know, a young teacher and who's with us out in Bram. And then Christy Lee is our speech teacher. Uh, and Christy is just outstanding. Um, a lot of times I'll sit in on IEP meetings, you know, that's at meetings with the parents. And she just, you know, for a lot of parents, you know, speech is by far and away the most common special education mm-hmm. diagnosis, you know. And I have three children, one of my own kids, you know, just had a little, impedi- you know, he stuttered when he was little. And, you know, that speech teacher worked them through. But I know parents, you know, feel almost, you know, did we do something wrong or there's something wrong with my child? And she is so good at putting parents at ease and putting kids at ease. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just, she's outstanding. So she's our leadership and educational excellence award winner. And she's also our teacher of the year uh, winner for this year. And anyone who knows Christy Lee knows what I'm talking about because she is just a natural fit. So just a shout out to both those folks. That's awesome. See, um, we know that you've talked about Flight 707. We did a whole preliminary back last year to kind of get people on board with that. How has that been going now that it's in, it's actually being used? Yeah, those are the kind of two big things that along with our construction project, but Flight 707, for those folks who don't know, uh, so school uh, in Bram every Monday is an hour late. So uh, every single Monday we wanted a very predictable schedule. Uh, it goes one hour later. Uh, however, our teachers uh, are there at 7.07 a.m. So they basically, you know, we put them together. They've got a couple hours uh, where they uh, sit down, work together, make sure we got a crystal clear plan for the week. And, it, you know, I think it makes sense to anyone listening that, you know, if your team is, is together and, and has a clear plan, that hopefully that week's going to go a little bit better. And we always say a, a better prepared teacher should lead to a better experience in the classroom, and, and we're very hopeful that that's the case. Uh, and we were able to do it without losing any instruction, and that was, that was one of the things I said we're going to make happen. So the kids, uh, however many minutes they were in class last year, they're in the same number of minutes. Uh, the way we did that was we added actual additional school days, and then we changed our schedule. There's little, it's little things like instead of four minutes to pass between classes, you've got three minutes, and we shortened up lunch and a couple other things. And so the kids get the same amount of instruction, but our teachers, again, have a weekly schedule. It's predictable, um, and, and we're very hopeful. I can't, you know, I can't say it's working it's a on the early. surface, it's working extremely well. Right. But now we've right. got to we got to wait and see what are the results. How did it actually impact student learning? Because it might be great for teachers, but in the end, it's got to it's got to impact student learning and the student experience. And that's what we'll talk about next uh, with that. And then our construction project. I'll just touch on that one more time. Uh, about eleven million dollars worth of work, and we're in the probably 95, 96, 97 percent completion. Uh, which is good because we replaced all our boilers and it's, it's, most of us are, have you turned your furnace on yet? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's 30 in the morning. It gets a little chilly. <laughs> I always, for some reason, you get this crazy idea you want to wait as long as possible. I don't know why, why I do that, but I've, <laughs> I've also turned mine on because I, I don't like the cold. Mm-hmm. 
Me too. So that's going well. And then let's talk, because we have a few minutes here yet, Ken. Uh, it says, I love it. You have a little title, World's Best Workforce Report. So go through that a little bit with us. Yeah, so every school district in Minnesota, so wherever you're listening from, every school district in Minnesota has to uh, issue a World's Best Workforce Report. And we have to actually turn that into the state by December 15th. And, and basically what that report does is the state is... They're just saying, how, how is your school district doing? So it's really an accountability report. Um, so of course you can imagine test scores, right? And, and for whatever reason, you know, the last several years, test scores have kind of taken a beating, the idea of testing. And I've, I just can't figure that out. We've had this discussion. I said, no one seems to mind that I want someone competent on the road, you know, when I'm driving here this morning right. and, um, you know, and so to, to get a license, we have to pass a test, and no one has any issues with that, you know, both a written test and a performance test. Uh, you think of going to the doctor. I don't, I wanna make sure if somebody's prescribing me medication, they understand what they're doing. So <laughs> exactly. they gotta pass a test to be a doctor. You gotta, you know, and we can go down the list even to getting my hair cut. You know, that person. Mm -hmm. There's licensing, Right, Absolutely. there's licensing, and so basically we have to show that we're competent in, in basic skills, and schools should be the same way. I'm a big believer of that. I said there's nothing to fear about taking an exam, and if you don't pass it, you know, we'll just provide additional instruction, and we'll take it again, and, you know, so there's some accountability. So anyway, that's part of the World's Best Workforce Report, and we measure other things as well, graduation rates, attendance rates, um, you know, even things like suspension. You know, if, if you're suspending a large percent of students, there's probably something going on, you know, an underlying cause right. uh, that's there. And so um, we bring a community group together uh, in, in Bram. That's going to be next Monday night. I've got 27 people, which is our biggest group wow. ever. Good. So people want a voice, and that's yeah. great because that's where you're also setting the goals for the year. And we've got, you know, in that group, uh, we have four students, uh, and the the great thing about students when they come to a meeting, there's no filter. <laughs> they are going to tell you exactly what they think of your school system. Right. Right. They're and they just, should, though. Right. You know, really, because that's that's why you want that voice in there. Exactly. And then we've you know? got, you know, you got your parents and they see things out of a lens. We have our teachers. They have a lens. We have school board members. We have administrators. So the world's best workforce report. And it, al it also has to be published. And so... Uh, you know, if that's something of interest to you, go on, go on to your school's website and just take a look for it. And if you can't find it, call and say, where is it? Because uh, by law, it has to be published every year and sent into the state. And uh, Believe it or not, that kind of stuff excites me because you're setting direction. Uh, I always say, if, if you don't know exactly where you're going, uh, how will you know if you're going to get there, right? Exactly. That's the uh, age-old story, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we've got a couple more minutes here. Ken, let's go. I think, what do you think? Talk a little hiring and maybe Let, a few things coming up yet? Absolutely. If you don't mind sure. hiring. So we have a, one position we that's open for next year. And I just want to talk briefly about it. And it's career and tech yet. So, um, you know, this is what a lot of us, maybe of our age, shop class or home ec, you, you know, were some terms that were used when we, we talk about this. Now it's called... CTE or career and tech ed and we we have a position that's going to be open for next year and, and what's kind of neat one way or the other whether you support it or not is is it's been so difficult to find these people that the state 
has changed the rules for career and tech ed teachers. Oh, so okay. now um, you can qualify if you have a, a professional certification, let's say it's a welding certification or a um, people I, who build stuff. Construction. <laughs> construction, <laughs> whatever it is, you know, sure. plumbing, electrical work, uh, that qualifies you. If you have a, an AA degree, uh, which is a two-year degree, that qualifies you. If you have five years relevant experience, so, so let's, and, and that could be a farmer. Sure. And and yeah, you're not going to go super rich on this, but it's kind of a lifestyle choice being a teacher. You know, it's a nine-month. So I've, I've said, you know, I've, I've got a friend who, who dabbles in electrical work, and I said, well, you, you can still do that off to the side, and you got your entire summer, um, and it's teaching it, you know, you're changing lives, and there's, there's, and it's got good benefits, and one thing people overlook is retirement. It's one of the last, you know, we think again, if you back up 40, 50 years, most of us got a pension, right? Mm-hmm. And that was you were going to get, and, and that's how it worked. Well, teachers still have a pension. Mm-hmm. When, um, by law, and you don't have a choice, 16% of your income is put away every single month. Well, you do that over 20, 30 years. You bet. It's not bad. You take that, and you throw your Social Security in with it, and you're going to be okay. And even the health care coverage, too. Right. Right. Yep. And it comes with all that. So anyway, we're looking for a career in tech ed teacher, and I just wanted to highlight that. And then... Uh, just to kind of close out a few announcements, uh, you know, the fall seasons are wrapping up. So for those folks who love high school sports, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, tonight we've got our last volleyball game at home, uh, our cross-country teams over in Pine City. The last football game of the year is tomorrow night, and that's all across the state. You have your Wednesday night football games because it's MEA, you know, typically we think of Friday. And then uh, our tournaments start and then one last uh, announcement is next, uh, in early November, uh, we have had a group of kids uh, in the theater. And this year, it's the Wizard of Oz. Oh, cool. Okay. And it's just, you know, I know it's, it. there's some things about a small school setting. You know, our theater isn't huge. You know, we don't sit 500 or 1,000. We sit a little over 200 but there's five performances, and you're right on top of the action. Right. And, you know, right. if you've got some young kids, The Wizard of Oz, what a great story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you know any of the actors, or, you know, it's grades 7 through 12. It's, they just do outstanding work. So um, if you're at all interested, that's good good bang for your buck. The price is, <laughs> is not too expensive to come and see one of those shows. And that'll be uh, the first... Uh, it's the second and third week of, of November on those weekends. So Okay, that sounds the Wizard good. of Oz. Check it out and go to the website to find out more. In the meantime, Mr. Gagner, I'm going to let you get back down to work there because they're probably looking for you. They, they are. They are looking for me. <laughs> Thanks again, as always. And this update is brought to you by our good friends at Brayham Hardware.